I can't do these intros right. I can't do these intros correctly. Uh, today we were joined by Ames, uh, aka Brandon. He's a good friend of mine uh, from way back in the day. Uh, he's been on the podcast before. He was one of the, I think he was number 14, I want to say. Um, fact check me on that, but, um, he's been on the episode before. This is his second time coming on. Uh, and like I said, old friend, I think we had a good conversation. Uh, this has been, he is a very, uh, humble individual. Uh, he's got dense bars. Uh, really, I've talked about this on the episode, obviously, but a really impressive stack of music, uh, how he's able to have that many tracks that are just him rapping the entire time, not a single feature, like a 16, 17, however many track project, 50 plus minutes. I mean, to be able to do that is impressive. Uh, it's, uh, and if you really, you know, if you know him and you see his notebook and how much he really has going on, it's really a testament to um, what he's doing. So, a uh, really good episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Without further ado, here is my covers. Hello, everybody. You're watching slash listening to the McAllister Hours. I'm your host, as always, Cole McAllister. Joined today by old friend Ames. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, same old shit. Different week. Trying to uh, savor up the last... <clears throat> I uh, My old ass is in school still. So I'm trying to savor up the, uh, the, the last reminiscence of summer. Sure. Um... But yeah, man, we're just here chilling, Molly. I'm so sorry. Do you mind turning off that fan really quick? I always forget something when we start the podcast. Um, so you and I have no... I, we talked about this in the, on the podcast before, but you and I have gone back years and years and years and knowing each other for a while. Yeah. Um, you have just released a new project at the end of the day. Um, tell me what all went into that and... Uh, you know what? What's the background? You, I think you worked with a new producer. You said, uh, yeah. So um, actually, <clears throat> I uh, ended up working with a guy that uh, graduated from a high school, and uh, we didn't really know each other super well in school. I uh, didn't really talk or hang out much. Um, but uh, no, um, my roommate actually makes music with him as well, and they like to make metal. And I mean, he's an amazing guitarist. Um, production quality is fantastic, um, but my roommate told me that uh, he had planned on um, like producing for a bunch of other people. So as soon as I heard about that, I wasn't doing anything at the moment. I had been uh, working on a project. Uh, nothing. I didn't have like all the details mapped out or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Nothing specific. Um, but yeah, so I. You know, started doing some writing um, the year before, and I just had a bunch of material to work with. I hit him up, and I was like, hey, man, let's make some music. Hell yeah. Yeah, because this was your first project in, what, two years, you said? Yeah, yep, uh, because Truth, Trials, Tribulations came out in uh, 2019, okay. January 1st, 2019. So Okay. 
So, um, I, I before you know, get into this, I want to see right off the bat. Um, really impressive work. Um, Thanks, I, man. You, you're one of the few people I know that can really like stack an album. Um, you know, full like you just you have so much coming out of you. Like every song, you have like a, it's a solid sound. You know, solid however many amount of bars, and like you're really filling it up. A lot of people, if they need want to fill up that time, they have to you know have features or the you sure. know they get repetitive. But you have a very you. Like you have a lot of material. Like when you look at, you know, you're looking at you. Like you know, we just did a recording like uh, what a month ago. Yeah, and like seeing you with your book, and you got all, you know, you got the fucking Bible of verses there, <laughs> right there for you. Oh Jesus Christ! <clears throat> Podcast getting crazy. Um, <laughs> You'll settle down, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. Uh, no, but uh, you did do, do uh, you know. You, the amount of content that you have is really impressive. So sure. Well, and <clears throat> that's always kind of one thing that I, uh, you know, I kind of try and pride myself on, is just um, trying to be prepared. And um, even if I don't really have an exact idea of what I'm going for or um, anything slated, uh, I try to come prepared so that if I need to, I can make that happen. You know. Um, kind of just with all the material that I have. So I like to stay ready and be prepared, you know? Yeah, that's a really important thing, uh, you know, especially when you're in a studio with time. Sure. You know, um, you know, I th- we had this um, conversation on the, with the guest last week. Like, it kind of depends on the person. Like, some people like to, you know, clip it and, like, kind of do, like, one bar, one bar, one yeah. bar, one bar. I always prefer, like, you know, going in. I feel like if you have it memorized and you really know what's going into it, you're just going to have a better product. I can't say that I have my shit memorized. <laughs> that's that's um, kind of, I think, uh, next level or mm. something to work towards. Um, it's hard, man. It's hard to keep that all in your head. You it know? is, uh, especially, um, you know, if, you're, if you do write a lot or, um, you know, you have a lot of material, you definitely, you can get kind of... Uh, in your head about <clears throat> all the at least I get in my head about all the songs and all the material I have so it can be kind of daunting to think about uh, memorizing everything before you know I actually know how the song is going to sound or yeah I think that's like a, one of the main reasons I don't memorize it is because I'm still figuring out how I want everything to sound before mm-hmm. I actually um, finish the song you know what I mean yeah, I, I find it easier to perform or um, memorize it when you've like heard it recorded and sure. played it back to you. Yeah, I completely agree, actually. Um, and yeah, I mean, now when I go back and listen to previous songs I've made, it's definitely, in, you know, it's in my head. You know, I've got it in there and I can kind of rap or sing along to it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely one of those things that you, you got to know what the project is or what the song is and how you want it to sound before you um you know can let it play out the way it needs to yeah yeah and you know that's and i think when somebody you know does what you do and waits a while and you know really lets everything sell you can tell that the you can tell that in the product sure you know um but you kind of i mean for you it's kind of ambiguous but what is kind of the meaning um behind the project at the end of the day so, um, 
it's kind of one of those i don't want to kind of brush it off as like a cliche but um it's kind of up to interpretation um in a sense that um you know we're all kind of on our own path we're all doing our own thing and it's kind of your job to you know to listen to it and decide where you're at maybe in life or um maybe you're able to find a way to relate to what I'm talking about or where I'm at at this point in my life. Um, but yeah, it's 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 kind of just one of those things that there is no, you know, exact answer. There's, you know, because yeah. the phrase at the end of the day, we it actually gets used so much um, and it's used to define so many different situations or feelings or, mm. um, you know, emotions. And that's like kind of the best way to describe at the end of the day. Um, so it's kind of just one of those things you have to see for yourself, man. Yeah. You know? At the end of the day, I'm, I, I uh, find myself with the joint. <laughs> 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 Not that that's uh... <laughs> nice. Well, hey, man, you know, maybe I'll, maybe we can uh, do a combo album, do part two, and it'll just be me smoking. <laughs> just sitting, sitting there in the back. Yeah. Just hanging out. <laughs> I mean, hey, man. What? Uh, how would you compare? Because uh, it's kind of similar, but there's also some differences in the beats that were done by J. Raz and this guy. What would you say are some of the differences and similarities that you had in, um, you know, both the sound of those albums and recording those projects? Um. Well, uh, so my buddy's name uh, Reed, and actually, uh, shout out to Reed. He. Uh, doing some really great great shit now um he's got his own page and everything read warm and music mm. so shout out to him um well i guess i would say as far as writing goes uh for me personally the process was relatively the same yeah um you know I'd go through beats that i you know can find whether it's instrumentals tight beats whatever and try and get different flows, different feelings, different emotions, and, um, you know, try and change it up a little bit. And then, um, as far as the beats and everything, I mean, I actually, I downloaded some really, you know, shitty beat making app on my mm -hmm. phone. And I think I started kind of messing around on it sometime in 2020 when I was um, kind of writing a lot of this project and I think I had four or five at the time and we didn't have a clear idea of exactly what we wanted to do yet so I sent him these four or five beats and I was like hey man you know let me know what you think of these beats tell me if you like them you know if there's something you can do um, that'd be really cool so I sent him the beats and he immediately got back to me and was like, honestly, man, I can recreate these beats, but, you know, I could add my own flavor. I could do my mm, own thing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he, he took these, you know, kind of mediocre beats that I gave him and he turned them into these amazing, you know, very sonically enhanced masterpieces. And I have to give him a lot of credit. He, yeah, uh, that's crazy. He, uh, he doesn't really listen to rap rap's not his thing mm. um you know he's heard a couple of projects you know he's heard like kid cuddy's man on the moon um you know likes a little bit of biggie mm. but he really doesn't have that much rap influence 
he's more of a metalhead or you know um kind of into that scene so it was kind of um i was very unsure of how everything was going to turn out because you know here i've got this buddy of mine who is coming from a completely different background and you know i'm always heavily influenced by rap and hip-hop and a gang of other you know styles and everything Mm -hmm. and no it just came together really well i mean he he really pulled it off he impressed me um and as far as comparing to truth trials tribulations i mean um i don't know i mean there's definitely some similar themes in you know kind of what i'm talking about or uh what i'm getting at but i can't compare them that much because i was i'm at you know it's like two different points Mm -hmm. in my life that makes sense you know so um you know yeah it's like on one hand the process is similar but on the other hand um it came together in a completely different way that i was not expecting Hmm. that's a i find it really cool that uh it just seems like such a you know kind of odd roundabout way to make a hip-hop album you know a guy coming from a different genre and like you know doing it in a different way do you know what um daw he used like what kind of program he was using um to recreate that yeah he uses i want to say he uses logic okay yeah i'm pretty sure yeah that's a common one i i always uh you know i think we've had this conversation but i live and die by ableton yeah (laughs) right yeah and i mean shit uh jras always uses pro uh pro tools yeah yeah so kind of like two different worlds and you know creating creating these two different projects i mean you know they've got some similarities but at the end of the day very very different (laughs) as well you know yeah definitely man uh when you write because you know like i said before you have uh you know such a crazy amount you know of of content like sure how often are you writing like how much do you write is it do you have like a set time that you're doing it throughout the week or is it sporadic or what's your um, process i guess i would say as of late um i've definitely been writing a lot more um I, i'd say now nowadays it's probably like mm, at least four to five nights a week i like to write um, and actually, I just bought a uh, a little recorder mm. so I can record, um, you know, when I'm freestyling and shit and I'm messing around. Oh, okay. So That's tight. I can get more uh, more content, more lyrics, you know, um, things that come off the top of your head may be something that you could write in, you know, okay. use so, to write. Or, so that's bypassing you writing it down. That's just, it's like almost like a new form. Of yeah, so I'm still doing my writing. I'm still okay. writing on my verses and everything, but I've just got this as like another, um, yeah, another form of lyrics or, you know, uh, content. Um, but as far as writing goes, normally when I am writing, uh, like I said, I'll find beats and then um, I'll kind of write like a verse at a time. And, um, I also sometimes just like put on other kind of beats, um, that I can make hooks for. And even though, like I said, it's like the, they may be these random beats, but you know, the emotion and the words still mean the same thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all how you interpret it on the new, on the song that you want to put them on. So, so that's how I look at it. I take all these verses that I have written from all these random uh, songs and beats, and I piece them together to make a song. Damn. So, so that's kind of how I. That's like kind of how my style or my system works the best for me is I'm able to kind of pick and choose my flavors. Yeah. It seems like you're taking things and kind of plugging them together. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and you, even if they don't necessarily work right off the bat, um, then maybe I can write something to mesh them together or um, I can pick something new. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think it's kind of... Um, it was funny that when we did the recording session uh, a little back is... Uh, you know, like, because like when I write, I write in the sense of like bars. Like I, like I write a line. I think of that yeah. as a bar, and like that—that's not a criticism to you. That's just like that's sure. just your style. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought it was funny when we were recording. There was like that last little bit, and you're like, throw something at me. I was just like, suck my dick, and that was how. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, and <laughs> just because you had you need that little bit more. For yeah, now. that last little bit. <laughs> so yeah, I used to be a little bit better. And a little bit more organized as far as, you know, going like bar for bar. But um, it's kind of just one of those things that, you know, like we did it during the recording. If I have to, then I'll just throw something together on the fly and try to make it work. Well, what were your impressions of uh, of that experience for you? Uh, me, little baby face. Because me and him go back a couple years. He's a talented individual when it comes to all that. Oh, um, it was, that was actually really cool. Um, he seems to know, he definitely seems to know his shit. (laughs) And, um, you know, I was thoroughly impressed. So I'm, I'm actually really hoping to, uh, you know, hear his thoughts and opinion on the album and, you know, maybe what it means to him. And I honestly, I'd like to work with him at some point in the future. That'd be really cool. Hell yeah. Um, he's good shit. Hell yeah, hell yeah, and you know that's what I love about doing all this. I feel like, uh, like, like seeing you guys like work together, like sitting back there and like seeing you guys like you know like recording your spin. He's like vibing off you. And, like, yeah, I was just sitting there like, oh damn, chill. It was and a lot then, of fun, man. And then I was I was way too vibed out to go to record. And it was my <laughs> <laughs> Whew, damn. Okay, hey man, time to get to it. Sometimes <laughs> when you're in the studio, fucking yeah, things can get get real, you know, fun and. Yeah, kind of lose yourself sometimes. Exactly, get real cozy and vibe. That's the it. point, though, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, man. Uh, and you know, I shit, man. I always tell people like you're one of the OGs. Like you're like uh, fuck, like probably what five, six years ago, at least. I think it's probably at how least. long we know each other. And yeah, you were like you were. I think you were the first feature I ever had. Oh, on, really? On no project. shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did it in the little closet. I remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> hey, man. Turned out pretty well. Yeah. Hey, cheers. Cheers to that. <laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, what, uh, do you have anything else going on music-wise? Uh, do you have any future prospects now that this project's under your belt? Are you taking a break? or? Um. No, actually, yeah. I'm, I do not plan on um, being gone. Uh, again, um, that whole two-year hiatus was, um, I think, kind of just me. I was, uh, you know, working a lot, doing a lot of thinking, um, 
and not really sure what to do next or how to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we dropped Truth, Trials, Tribulations and we did not promote it. We didn't go out of our way to tell everyone about it. And it wasn't like we were embarrassed or felt bad or, you know, anything like that. It really, I think we realized um, that it was more like meant for us. Mm-hmm. And so it was like cool that some people still listen to it or that, you know, someone can go back and enjoy it. But, um, no, I, I kind of just reached a point where I was like, I can't, um, I can't just like sit here and not do anything with music. Um, and then I kind of figured it had been long enough. So, uh, to answer your question, <laughs> yes, um, I have been, uh, doing a lot of writing, uh, collecting a lot more, uh, material and, I actually plan on working with uh, JRAS again. Um, we had originally planned on releasing an EP, but it never happened. Um, well, you know, obviously, like, pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So that kind of threw things off, and we both got busy. So we didn't get the chance to finish um, this, like, four or five song EP we had planned, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Because um, yeah. it was pretty much finished. Um but no, so uh, JRS and I actually linked back up now recently, and the goal now is to sift through all of the material that we do have and all the songs that we have, um, and kind of start putting putting some projects together. So um, I've got that going, and then actually uh, Reed and I are actually going to get together for a second uh, oh, follow-up yeah. album. But this one, we want to be more organic. So this one, we want to come up with the beats, you know, kind of together. Or, you know, he'll come up with beats or whatever. And this one, we're just going to, you know, kind of create from scratch. I'm not going to send him anything. We're just going to, this one's going to be like, you know, fully, uh, fully, you know, from the ground up. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm really excited about that. So, yeah, I've got... Um, that going on and um, I got a shit ton of other stuff coming up too so I'm actually really excited fuck yeah uh, it sounds like you have a lot of uh, <coughs> backlogged like stuff that you're just kind of brimming like waiting to be released yeah that's exciting man I love that well and I mean it's it's a little bit upsetting cause you know it's like some of this music that JRAS and I have been sitting on you know we've been sitting on some like really good shit for you know, since like 2016, 2017. So some of these songs that I think that we're planning on like finishing and still releasing are like, you know, four, mm. four or five years old now at this point. But um, the cool thing is like lyrically and um, musically, I still feel like it's still very, um, you know, real. It's still very um, applicable to yeah, yeah, what shit that's going on now. So. Um, that's exciting, dude. I've, I'm, uh, I'm really excited to throw together this next album and um, probably a couple, couple EPs. I don't have any dates or, yeah, you know, time in mind, but you got stuff working. Yeah, it's it's working, man, and and, and you know, I'm glad that um, we got to get together to work together again. That was fun. Fuck yeah. Fuck so yeah. I'm hoping you know to do more with some more people and. 
branch out there man you know hell yeah man well hey uh you know if you ever want to beat or anything i always got shit cooking oh yeah most of the time now that i'm coming into school i might be a little busier but I always, I always got you know like you i got stuff locked away in the vault you know? yeah but you, you know to. that's that's the beauty about hip-hop is like it's timeless you 100%. know like have you heard of that uh the wu-tang album that like oh jeez tammy's going crazy <laughs> Doesn't look like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn dog. Uh, no, but Wu. Uh, there was an album that Wu Tang made, and only it was only for one person. They they sold it to like um, some guy who I think he's actually in prison now. For I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, uh, the world won't hear it for like another like forty, fifty years or some shit like yeah. that after we're probably dead. <laughs> that's that's wild. Um. Can you imagine being able to hear that shit? No one else yeah. has heard. I mean, I think that's what's like really awesome about making music is, you know, you don't have to share everything. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of stuff that uh, that I have now, like even on my phone, that like very few people have ever heard. And that's like the beauty of music, you know, is you can enjoy it. Um, and then when you feel like it's time for everyone to enjoy it, you can make that shit happen. It's like one of the best things and one of the coolest coolest uh things that music does for you at least that you know that's how i feel about it yeah no uh and you know it's it's all encompassing it's all interpretive you know exactly it, it, it all is just it's purely what you make of it yeah i i can just imagine if that that guy listening to that wooting album he's just like hey, it's all right <laughs> He didn't look like he didn't look like a motherfucker who would enjoy that. Anyway, yeah, so. exactly, exactly. It's exactly. like, yo, man, why are you keeping? I thought some of the lyrics a little distasteful. <laughs> <sighs> what a selfish asshole! Yeah, why, why don't you buy the new Strokes album, you fucking cunt? <laughs> <laughs> no, no dissing the Strokes, but <laughs> what do you think about this shit happening in Afghanistan, man? You have an opinion? No, Do you really. Have I mean, <laughs> shit's heavy, man. It's uh, some very heartbreaking shit going on over there, man. Yeah. And um, I don't know, man. It's just uh, it's one of those things that um, I don't have much of an opinion on. Um, and it's not to say that I don't care. You know, <laughs> it's nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know you're thinking you probably don't care, but <laughs> no, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't, um, I don't really know what to think of it. Yeah, it's, no. it's just kind of a fucked up situation, man. I mean, no, it really is. What, uh, what can you do? Yeah, well, you know, I, in my opinion, I think honestly, we should have, uh, you know, we should have never really been there to begin with. Yeah, you know, sure. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the scary thing is that there are people still there. They're trying to get everything out. It's yeah. just a, uh, it's a disaster. Uh, I, I'm a crazy person. And I think about this stuff too much. So, sure. <laughs> well, hey man, I mean, it's, it's all about balance. Yeah. Well, I, I really, I kind of struggle with that sometimes. <laughs> Who does I think it? Everyone does. Yeah. Exactly. Who does it, man? <laughs> exactly. Balance exactly. is a bitch. Yeah. Well, and especially I think when you're in the world of podcasting, like, <clears throat> find something to talk about 
and sixty yeah. percent of the time it's uh the bullshit that's going on, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. It's so it's so hard to stay away from uh you know, this social media grab and like the attention this constant attentiveness that is, you know, gripping all of us essentially. Yeah, I mean it's <clears throat> it's one of those things that um as soon as you get on, it's just immediately like kinda thrust in your face, kinda shoved down your throat and uh yeah there's a lot of stuff going on that i tend to remove myself from um just because um of the way that it's shown or the way that uh so many people on social media interpret things mm. so many opinions you know. everyone's opinion all yeah. at once essentially yeah <laughs> and so it's just kind of like an overload for me man and I, yeah I, I tend to like i say kind of shut down and try to stay out of that shit man because it it i don't know kind of messes with me sometimes you know mentally yeah no you can definitely get lost in all that pretty easily kind of get bogged down a little bit thinking about all the shitty things going on that we that we do know about that we don't know about yeah well and ultimately you have to ask yourself like how much control of this do i really have you know yeah and, and usually it's none <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> most of the time yeah oh gosh um so you you're a big proprietor of video games i don't mean to get in this tangent but yeah hey you like them uh Uh, yeah what what have you been gaming on lately i've been i've been killing hitman 2 that's been like oh i've I've been like i've been thinking like the new one um well newer not newer sure the second one the one that may came out two years ago okay yeah yeah yeah, I, uh, I I'm at the unhealthy stage where I'm like at work and I'm like thinking about ways to like <laughs> <laughs> to take to, yeah, uh, take them down, take down your targets. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, dude, Hitman's a shit. I uh, my favorite Hitman game probably ever is uh, Hitman Blood Money. Okay. Um, PS2 shit was classic. <laughs> um, I haven't played very many of the new Hitman games, but uh, my roommate has talked them up. So I know at some point I need to it's, check them out. Um, it's it's like almost dangerous for me though because I feel like it's something that I'm already just spending way too much time on it. Oh sure, sure. You know because I can't imagine these people because I used to want to be a um, a computer programmer. Oh sure, that was like something I went to school for for about a year. Um, and I didn't do it because I realized eventually that it's almost like just being like a really well paid factory worker you're like you're there for like you know like 50 60 hours a week you're just yeah. like fucking like, and like how much time. you know how much credit are they really going to give you you know that that's much. the shitty thing is like well and how much do you even contribute to it overall like yeah that much yeah right but um no uh lately at least recently i actually just got this game uh neo 2 mm. um it's like a dark souls-esque Oh, okay. Uh, type okay. of game, and uh, it's actually really dope. You play a a samurai um, that you can actually customize. It's like some like a cool new feature they added to this one. But um, um, but yeah, no. So you're a samurai that's like half demon, and um, um, you know, in like that culture, they call demons like yokai, and they have you know very many names. Um, but yeah, you're so you're like this half yokai um, person. Um, you can transform into a demon and shit, but I mean, you know, it's like the enemies are grueling, the bosses are devastating. Um, I mean, it's one of those games that you can spend 
hours kind of gaining points to try and level up and then you can lose it in an instant and yeah, it's, I don't. I don't play those games. <laughs> <sighs> it's frustrating. I mean, I mean, when you finally beat a boss that you haven't been able to beat forever, the payoff is like almost orgasmic, man. You know. <laughs> I was it's, gonna say, is it like is it like injecting heroin? It, like, <sighs> it's just like a, it's kick ass, dude. I mean, honestly, uh, no, it's it's uh, really fun. But that's kind of what I've been been playing lately, um, and that's probably what i'll play later i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so is that what you spend a lot when you talk about like you know distracting yourself is that kind of what you do mostly is like just gaming and yeah um or, not, or uh rapping I should say. no no I, I know what you mean no i um yeah i like to play games every once in a while um but you know i you know i also like to get into tv shows and yeah yeah um you know movies and anime and shit you know and cook anime. cook a lot of shit i know how you feel about anime so um. <laughs> <laughs> i threw that in there as a jab coleman uh more of a jab to molly <laughs> you know uh i i applaud the people that create um that create the anime shows but whoever's doing the fucking music they need to they need to get their shit together i for what shows any of them they any all them? suck <laughs> Hey man, I can think of some great anime with some great music. Oh, I'm t- oh no, those 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 title sequences, man! Like it's just such like a whole like some of them are definitely a fucking clusterfuck. But hey man, I, I think that's like sometimes what makes the fans really enjoy it is the the title sequence, man. Yeah, I, that. I just missed out on that completely. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's anime is definitely one of those things that you you have to watch it to let it grow on you. I mean, because yeah. I mean, I know I can think of a lot of people who don't like anime who say anime sucks. But did you watch it? Like, did you? Is that something you watched when you were younger? Um, or did you get into it later? Or? I maybe like caught shit here and there on like Toonami. And okay. stuff late at night, you know, when they played Naruto and, mm. um, you know, I caught glimpses and stuff. But no, I mean, I think I was also on that train of like, oh, anime is like way over the top. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and, you know, the people who watch anime are like, I don't know, lame asses. And nah, dude, I mean, like, that's like probably what my, you know, original idea was because. Everyone kind of ostracizes people who watch anime until you actually watch anime, and then you're like, "Damn, this is actually pretty good. This is pretty dope." So I don't know. I I think that's like a common misconception with um, people who like anime and people who watch animes. Yeah, um, they're watching some dope shit, and we just, you know, we're fucking making fun of them for what liking good stuff (laughs) but i mean you know everyone everyone has their taste and everyone has their likes tweeches on yeah um i i've um been really impressed you know one of the things i've learned about that's impressed me over the last couple years is like how much different anime there is i thought i always you know kind of assumed it was a very like you know small box you know i didn't you know not even as many shows as i thought there was and like that's the thing, like the amount yeah. of episodes, like per like thing. I don't even understand how people have the time to like 
Mo- Molly has this like scratch up poster of like all these anime she's gonna get to, and it's like a hundred. It's probably like what hundred fifty episodes. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I've got. Some, how do you do that? Man? <laughs> I, uh, I mean, yeah, I've definitely got some shows on my list. Um, but it's hard to find time. I mean, you know, the episodes are short, but there's so much material, so many plots, so many genres. Like you said, like, there's just so much um, that I can understand why some people don't get into it. Because there's so much to, you know, fucking tackle or, like, to think about. Yeah. Especially when choosing and picking what, you know, you think may be good and what may be interesting. Yeah. I like Akira a lot because it's just the movie. (laughs) I know, like, I know, like, I have uh, one of the, one of the volumes and, like, I know it's, like, in itself, like, a very expansive universe yeah, yeah universe and like you know, story and like i know the movie only has a fraction of it but i don't know yeah i but like i can't even like binge watch like shows really like i'm just i i do po- i listen to podcasts and i can watch movies sporadically but i i just can't do the whole like sopranos the commitment I, yeah i i've been able to binge watch the sopranos a little bit this summer but like even that i can only you know because there's like hour-long episodes i can only yeah. two or three at a time and i'm done i can't do it all day yeah it's um the time i mean shit the time nowadays it's hard to find time to binge things anymore or you know um commit all this time to like this tv show or these characters um so it's again it's a balance man you know you gotta find time when you do and you know focus when you're not yeah it 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 all kind of you know seems not to get dark here but it all kind of seems to be spinning to a hole of like just endless content yeah i mean i mean mean, sadly it is dude you know there's a lot of shit that you're never gonna see yeah and there's a lot of good shit that you're never gonna know about um and like the only way to figure that out is to go in there and dig through the thousands of titles and the thousands of tv shows and the thousands Mm -hmm. of episodes and that in itself is already way too much you know yeah yeah to think about you know it's like those apps you know um there's a there's a local pod not from Des Moines there somewhere in Iowa um they're called the confused breakfast podcast and they their whole shtick is like remember going you know back in the 80s and 90s to the video stores and looking at down the aisles like you remember thinking about movies in that way and now you sit in front of your tv and you have like 200 titles at your disposal and you're like oh these all look the same i yeah yeah know, that's true even though like there's probably some really 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 good movies in that selection they're all put in the same place <laughs> well, you know i mean that's you know thinking about that is an interesting point because um that was during a time when you know you'd go in there with your family mm-hmm. and you'd search through all these fucking movies and you know maybe you and your sister or you and your brother whatever you and you or it's just you you know you pick some shit your mom picks some shit your dad picks some shit and then you guys all sit down as like a family that i just remember like for me my experiences like that's what it was um was you know i was going <clears throat> we looked through we find some shit and then you know my mom picks some family just some like really like oh i love my family type movie you know yeah, yeah. and makes <laughs> us sit down and watch it and you know it's like inevitably yeah like obviously we're gonna say it's a good movie you know and 
we're going to enjoy it. But, you know, at first you're like, I don't want to watch the movie that she wants us to watch. We want to watch <laughs> Shrek or some shit. I don't know. So, but that's like, I don't know. That's the thing is watching movies and like going to the movies used to be a thing. And now it's just like some fucking... Oh, like it's like smoking a cigarette or something, you know, it's just like that easy. <laughs> yeah. And it's so it's another it's kind of one of those things that I just feel like it's taken for granted. Oh, um, yeah. And we don't like enjoy that shit like we used to anymore, you know. Yeah. Well, we have a uh, HBO Max. And that that's I don't know about the I mean, I know the other apps do too, but like that seems to be one of the main ones that like a lot of the blockbuster movies well, were going to theaters. Still are going to theaters, yeah. but they're premiering on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time I see that, I, I'm just like, that's kind of nice. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck. That whole, like... You think about, like, the 90s blockbuster. Like, how big of a deal that was. Like, or, like, Star Wars. How people would be, like, crowding the blocks. Yeah. Like, you know, now it's all, you know, right here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can... I mean, yeah. You could go to fucking dollar general and just be watching the new king pong king kong movie or whatever you know what i mean like it's that's like in itself that's a crazy concept you yeah. do that shit anywhere now yeah uh we there's a video store in it's called video warehouse right molly oh did it close down oh that's too fucking bad <laughs> i mean n- not surprised but yeah damn because that that was like an old school fucking place is like you know talking about like walking down the aisles and shit. yeah I mean that was I mean there was uh there was a really cool place in Waukee when I lived uh when I lived in Waukee years ago um there was a place that had like games you could rent and shit mm-hmm. and that was awesome you know like going there and you could rent like GameCube games PS2 games you know just the classic shit I mean they might have even had you know some maybe some like 64 so that was really cool. You know, it's like another thing that um, is like such an ancient concept now. Of yeah, GameStop. Renting games and shit. Yeah, yeah, GameStop. I mean, yeah, everyone used to be so committed to GameStop and now... <laughs> they were really committed for a little bit though, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this last little bit. <laughs> I mean, even now, like I, I just, I can't, I don't go to GameStop anymore, dude. Like it's just, it's not the same. Yeah, it's just it's weird and eerie. You hear all those like horror stories about the people that worked there, like how yeah. awful it was, and how they're forced to literally shove video games down people's throats. Oh and, yeah. You know, oh, do you want to do you want to buy this? Do you want to check out this? Like, nah, man. I uh, came in here for one thing, and I'm getting in and I'm going. Yeah, dude. Uh, those fucking the GameStop people they were like Mormons trying to sell you a Bible <laughs> you're like, <laughs> like hey get buying. this and you get this plan and you get I'm this buy what you're selling okay <laughs> I don't need I that shit this. I want this yeah no I mean that's that's actually like a really good point uh, it's like no I mean if I wanted that shit I'd already have that stuff um, and I mean I get it I know that's like your job but yeah it's it's a grind, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like the the you know the state of video games, you know Steam and all that. But like, just think, like I like in twenty thirty years, the idea of a game console might be, you know, that might be stupid. Yeah, you know, people might yeah. just be doing it in their fucking head for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> be a hell of an imagination, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Shit, be impressive. Well, 
Yeah. Well, uh, what's that? Uh, I can't think of it. There's something from a movie where like they can do that, but well, it's like the watches. You know, you got the the eye watch that was like something in a movie. Mm. You know? Oh yeah, like some spy kids type shit. Exactly. Where you're just like <laughs> in the actual kids. fucking video game. Inspector Gadget type stuff. You remember that guy? Oh yeah, 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 hundred <laughs> percent. No, the uh, the old. Uh, Inspector Gadget movie, yeah, with yeah. Uh, Matthew Broderick, yeah, Matt, classic, <laughs> Bill Matty. That, that was a uh, that was a fucking classic, dude. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Those and you know, you know, going back to like you know renting movies, they don't make movies like that. Like there's just like a no. certain aesthetic when a movie is made in the 2000s, like the that first decade. You're like, you know, that this is a movie from that. Oh yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. It's crazy. No, I mean, and everything. <clears throat> it's like everything nowadays is just. Let's remake this. Mm. Let's do this again. And it's like, man, China really likes it, you know. <laughs> that concept is so played out. Like, my roommate and I talk about this all the time. Like, <clears throat> a lot of that stuff is just the nostalgia. Yeah. You know, it's like a lot of the shit that we used to watch or that we loved wasn't even that good, but we cling to it because of that nostalgia and that like the memories we get from watching it or what we think about. But shit's dead, man. Like, yeah. we need new plots. We need new themes, new ideas, new stories. Yeah, I agree. That there's always something that's so infuriating when I'm talking to people, and they're like excited about like the fifth installment of some crappy friend. I'm like, come on. They can they could even take that same plot and make it into a different movie, and that yeah. would still be better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean. <sighs> It's like I feel like nowadays the only thing that they can, um, you know, kind of have these trilogies or these epics with or video games mm. anymore. Like nothing. Like I can't. I'm trying to think um, of the last amazing, like groundbreaking trilogy that wasn't like from a like you know. It's like. The new Star Wars trilogy, but it's still Star Wars. Mm. You know, where was there hasn't been a a concept like that, or just like something that's not already been done. Yeah, the, at least that I've seen. I should say. I, I feel like the genre, the one genre that I feel like is really groundbreaking right now is horror film. Yeah, I feel like the, that's one of the few that like the, there's some real innovation coming out of that genre. Uh, the RES. Um, Ari Aster, right? The Ari Aster movies, uh, Hereditary. I don't know if you saw oh, those. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Um, I, seen I, I I still can't watch uh, Midsummer. Like I, I saw the movie one time. Uh, so here's the thing: I was I was taking a lot of uh, psychedelics during that time when I mm-hmm. saw that movie, and that was actually right before my separation. And a lot of the themes in the movie were very similar to things I experienced with my ex-wife, and you know, with psychedelics. So like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like some deep seated shit when I watched that movie. <laughs> Uh, but hereditaries I haven't only seen that one twice too there's something that's so effective about how that man like puts together a movie sure it's so freaky honestly man I'm not a not horror guy I'm just not a big horror fan guy like I like you know some stuff that I've seen some of the stuff I've seen yet like I but I don't love it yeah you know what I mean um and there's just there's so much um Damn, I I can't see. It's like I can't even remember the last thing that I saw that was like terrifying. Like I've seen, you know, some of the shit that I've seen is more like 
suspense or like mm-hmm. just gore and just like fucked up. But um, yeah, I'm just not a big. I never have really been like a big horror guy. Um, but yeah, I mean you're right. Like that's that's like a genre that like will never uh, that will like never fade away. Like they're always gonna keep coming up with like new concepts. I mean, you can always just cr- come up with some crazy monster that yeah murders people or whatever. Exactly. Well, that's the beauty of the horror genre. Is like it's a cliche in itself that can just be reused and reused. And reused. Sure. You can even use it in a comedic sense. I was having uh yeah. So me and Molly, we just watched the movie Doctor Sleep. Have you ever seen The Shining? I have. Or, any, or have you seen Doctor Sleep? I have not seen that. Okay. <clears throat> I wasn't a huge fan. Um. I being a huge fan of the original Shining movie, I thought they not they butchered. I think what was so bad about it was like they did such a good job recreating it, but it was different actors, so it was almost like <laughs> I got you. It was just off. It yeah, was just it something was, off about yeah, it. Yeah, and you're just like, no, like why? Why didn't you just do something else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> Anyways, regardless, uh, but I, I had this debate um, where. You know, with someone where they were like talking, like, do you really still think those shiny movies, like that shiny movie, like holds up now? Because you know, it, it is kind of like a cheesy movie. But like, I argue to this day, like, I truly think that that was intentional. That was like an intentional aspect of the movie. Because sure. like, Stanley Kubrick was like realizing the entirety of the horror genre, which is can be very funny at times. There's some movie, like you know, you ever watch those like Friday the Thirteenth movies, like the old ones from like the you know the yeah. early '80s and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there's some at like. You know, in some of those movies, you can tell that there is some comedic effect, like, put into there intentionally. But, like, there's some fucking hilarious moments in those movies. Because yeah. it's just so absurd. Just, like, yeah. this guy in a mask just running around, like, throwing something, you know? Yeah, yeah. They, like, well, that whole concept. Exactly. Like, from from the very early days of horror, there's always been a comedic aspect in horror films. And I think if you want to really make an effective horror movie, you have to have that in mind. Sure. Um, yeah, uh... See that was the Shining. Like that was another movie. Is like it was good, but I don't know. I was like, I got to the end of the movie and I was like, okay, it was like a cool twist, but I just I don't know. Like I didn't really. I guess I just didn't get out of it what I was hoping to get out of it. What I did see it the first time when I was like, uh, I think like eleven, twelve, maybe. It was the first horror movie I'd ever seen. The first sure. horror movie I'd ever seen. So I I I feel like I had it, like it had a really you know intense effect on me. Maybe yeah. it would. Sure. Someone just watching it. You know, oh my god! So don't get me wrong. Like it's a good movie, and um, there's some really I mean just like cinematically beautiful scenes, but I don't know. It's like you get to the scene where he's running around in that fucking ice maze, and you're just like. <laughs> what are you doing man <laughs> i don't know uh, but, yeah. possessed by fear no i like uh jack nicholson fuck yeah that guy's the OJ. he he is uh by far my favorite actor like period. oh no shit period like i i think he's the best he <sighs> there was this uh analysis i saw of him one time or about him one time uh where they're talking about like how he expresses anger and like that's like the main emotion that pretty much he channels in every movie. But how he does he does it differently depending on the character and depending on the situation. Hmm. Like he has this entire encompassing like I'm Jack Nicholson, I'm pissed, go fuck yourself. But depending on the character and what 
he's in that movie he's different sure like he's just he's just a he's such a formidable actor he's done so many different roles uh, apparently like you know the reason nobody see anything from him is he's you know not doing well he's getting old so, yeah oh, that's probably coming soon unfortunately but that motherfucker's been kicking it forever how, how old is jack nicholson do you mind looking that up i'm curious i think he's at least he's at least 85 i want to say i want to guess yeah you can't be nah i was wrong 84 pretty close though yeah big party like a crazy fucker so you know well only you know 80s 80s about that age yeah look at that look, look, look at that fourth picture of him oh my god <laughs> look at that fat fuck jesus <laughs> Jackie boy. Uh, hey man. <laughs> hey, yeah. If you if you if you kick it like that, um, you know, do what you want? Do what you want? Yeah. I mean, at this point, man, he's Jack Nicholson. He's allowed to look however the fuck he wants. I guess you know. Exactly. Exactly. You know? <clears throat> like, oh, what do you expect? He's notorious for being like, you know, he would party with Marlon Brando, and like he was, he yeah. was notorious for being, you know, one of the crazy LA partiers. Sure. You ever watch that movie Chinatown? Fuck. I don't think so. Check that out. That's, Chinatown. Yeah, that's one of his first rules. It's like it's a staple in uh, film noir, and he's just fantastic in that movie. Huh. Really, really good. I think you can find it on. It's probably on some one of the main major streaming platforms. You know. I'm, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of old shit on there now. Yeah. Nowadays, no. honestly, um, no one watches it, but <laughs> unfortunately. I don't know. I feel like I don't know about you, but for me, I find myself trying to watch more old things lately because I feel like it, ta- it. Like there, I feel like I've seen this on the internet too. Like a lot of people are trying to just like step back and think, you know, that maybe it's a time that is announced. They're all watching all this old stuff and nobody's really watching newer New things. Stuff. Um, I kind of wish I was. Um. There's, I mean, there's a lot of, like, old movies that are still on my list that, like, I could easily watch that are just readily available, but yeah. I just haven't taken the time to do it yet. Yeah. Well, like we were talking before time, there's, you know, so much content, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, there's something about those old movies that just really, it, you know, it really takes you back. I like, I like watching old Russian films. Old oh, Russian no. films? Yeah. But it's hard because the language, I find it so soothing that it puts me to sleep. So it takes me like, <laughs> it takes me like five starts to watch, watch an old Russian movie. But I mean... Does the trick? Whatever, uh, you know, whatever floats your boat, dude. Um, I, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, old movies, like, <clears throat> I like the, it's like a lot of the classic shit. Um, you know, basic shit like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And, Hell yeah, yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I like, I guess I'd say I really like, uh, I really like John Cusack. Mm. I like a lot of like the shit that he was in. Say like late '80s, early '90s, and such. Oh yeah, he's an um, icon. High Fidelity. I never saw that one. That one's pretty good. Mm. Um, Jack Black's in that too. Oh, okay. Um, they actually had a a TV show <clears throat> featuring Zoe Kravitz on Hulu hmm. called High Fidelity, and it was um, like a recreation of 
the movie but as like a show with a female lead instead of a male lead mm. um kind of cool um but yeah i just was thinking since you said an actor that you really like yeah i'd put john cusack on okay. my list of actors that i like yeah he's a formidable actor too uh did you ever see being john malkovich uh bits and pieces i know it's like a very like a highly highly yeah. like talked about film oh it's really if you like john kuzak especially well i, I mean i like uh yeah john, john malkovich. malkovich yeah you know he's he's good shit i mean they're both in con air oh i haven't seen that one either con air with nicholas cage <laughs> Nicholas Cage Wait. with a southern accent. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't see that. Long hair. <laughs> it is pretty. Yeah, it's pretty good. Those Nicholas Cage movies, man. Uh, there's this one, Vampire's Kiss, that's just absolutely absurd. There's just like some. <laughs> just go on YouTube and type in like Vampire's Kiss compilation well, or something. Dude, have you. Uh, I just. I remember actually. There was a time when I was going to Iowa State uh, years ago. Uh, I was hanging out with my roommate at the time and like a couple buddies i think we had smoked and then we were just kind of vegging out and we watched just like a compilation of like nicholas cage's like crazy moments <laughs> <laughs> that man is just a pure meme that movie was probably in that compilation. Yeah, i bet it was too. i bet it was but nah man it's like all the faces he makes the things he says look up uh molly if you don't mind, look up uh, Vampire's Kiss Alphabet. Watch this scene. This scene's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm just imagining all of the ridiculous shots of him from this compilation years ago. And just, yeah, here we oh, go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you have seen this? Here, you gotta hit M. There we go. In that file. Yes, I suppose it should. It should, right? Yes. Right? You don't? No, I don't. Whoever filed it in the first place, but for God's sakes, Peter, I am not telling you one single thing you don't already know. How could somebody <laughs> misfile something? What could be easier? It's all alphabetical. <laughs> you just put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. Can you imagine just like That's all you have to being do. a director on set during the scene? Yeah. yeah. Having to try to keep it together during that. Because <laughs> this movie is like it's like semi serious, the tone of it. So I feel like there's some there's probably some nut who like but there's some nut that uh, was like you know working on this movie who like was really passionate about it was like really serious about it and everybody else is just like oh my god dude like this is not what you think it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah I highly recommend that movie oh god yeah vampire's that, kiss that's one of the funniest <laughs> things ever <laughs> that's awesome 
No, but, man, that, that man is is an enigma, for sure. He is fucking nuts. Uh, <clears throat> did you ever see... Oh, fuck. Leaving Las Vegas? With him? Um, I don't think so. So, it's based... Not really a true story, but the author who wrote that book basically was the main character. He, like, committed suicide, and he was a general alcoholic. He would just, like... You know, chugging down bottles uh nicholas cage is in that movie and they're he's just i mean just another example but he's actually like really good in it like there's a scene where he's such an he's such a bad alcoholic he's trying to make a deposit that he can't even like sign the check without a drink so he like goes over to the bar and he's like begging the bartender for a vodka and he finally gets a vodka and he goes back he's like oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nick man well i'm like that's how he is in real life i'm sure like oh yeah the reason he was in all those shitty movies in the 2000s is you know because he had no money he spent all his yeah. fucking money yeah um yeah he was uh have you ever seen him in next <laughs> no i never saw next next was actually pretty good um okay. and it had uh jessica beale <laughs> jessica beale was always a beautiful woman of my dreams look her up i, I don't know that by name jessica beale yeah. Oh, she's uh, married to Justin Timberlake. Ah, <sighs> the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, she's cute. Oh, the JT, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so, what, wait, what was she in? She was in that movie next? Mm, she was in next. Yeah, it's, like, basically about... Um, he's, like, a magician, which is already, like, ridiculous, but... <laughs> He's like a a magician, and um, he can see, like, I think it's like so much, like so far into the future, and it's like I think like sec, like thirty seconds or something, two minutes or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it is, um, but yeah, for whatever reason, he can just he can see in the future like a small window of time. So the um, whole movie's just. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, Whenever he's with Jessica Beale, he can see further in time. So it's kind of ridiculous. He's got that Jessica Beale power. Huh? <laughs> but um, it's like a cool, kind of a cool concept, and there's actually like kind of a cool twist in it. So I won't ruin the rest, but it's <laughs> it's it's not bad. Pretty good movie. Hmm. Yeah, there's something about those, you know, those like I said, there's something about those silly 2000 movies that just. 2000s whatever. yeah those movies that are you know it's just fun to watch like, yeah yeah it's a fun one you know whether it's like you know the final destination or like those you know those shitty texas chainsaw you know anything yeah it was just it was just done in such a way the effects were done in such a way that was just so it was like the end of that blockbuster period where people were still going to the movies god final destination is just like such a ridiculous concept to me <laughs> like you're literally just watching a movie of people just dying in just fucked up ways <laughs> Like, it's hilarious. I never, <laughs> I never understood the point of that. Like, I just remember it's like there's like eighteen Final Destination movies too. You know, it's just like, oh man. Like, just imagine you're sitting in there and you're like, all right, how how are we gonna kill people in this next movie? I just got like, man, we gotta we gotta do we gotta step it up, people. You know, they're all just snorting cocaine and just <laughs> thinking the most fucked up shit they can. All right, I got it. I got it. We're gonna we're gonna put her mowing the lawn, and then a, ro- a rock is gonna shoot out of the mower, and it's gonna stab her in the eye. It's gonna kill her. 
<laughs> Do you think that would ever happen? No, but we'll make it happen. <laughs> I mean, it's a meme now that no one likes to drive behind trucks with lumber. You know? Specifically because motherfuckers died in a movie that we saw and now we're scarred from it. <laughs> so we don't drive behind trucks with pipes or... Isn't that fucked up? Like, imagine, yeah. like, the, the some small movie concept has just scarred us and now we're like nope never recreating that situation there's an entire generation before the internet that was educated from hollywood movies. <laughs> <laughs> i guarantee it i guarantee it it was the air but before the internet it was fucking what they saw in a in fucking final destination six you know <laughs> god yeah fuck dude what a concept yeah, only, only if the world were like that today, you know. Only yeah. If. Um, shit, we've been going for a little bit over an hour. Um, ranting, rambling, all that. Do you have anything else? Do you have anything else you want to uh, discuss, music-wise, or anything that's on your mind, um, philosophically? <laughs> well, I guess. Damn, that's a good question. Um, Shoot, I'm down. I mean, I guess I'm like, um, I'm just like, I guess I'd say I'm antsy. I'm so antsy because, you know, it's like I just put this project out, but, uh, you know, I'm already like ready to go and ready to make the next, next move. Um, but I'm kind of stuck in this spot right now. I know we've like kind of, um, chatted a little Mm -hmm. bit about it before, but promoting your music is such a hard thing to do you know like to do it successfully um and to actually have people check it out um because you know i know some people who make music and you know some some people will just like constantly be putting out music and it's 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 cool to have that content and it's cool to you know be sending it to everyone you know but like it reaches a point where um it's too much sometimes, you know, like I know some people who will send music just like all the time and like, that's cool, but, um, it just can kind of get old after a while, you know, like you're kind of just constantly like, Hey, listen to my music, listen to my music. Hey, you're talking to the guy who shares his podcast everybody every week, you know, like, I know, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I, I get what you're saying though. Like, uh, it, it's hard to find the line between the grind and like, uh, what what's the point where it's annoying, where it's too much, right? And I know? mean, you know, it's I I definitely would say it's different with you know a podcast because it's it's different concepts. You got different guests. Mm, you know, point. you're able to change it up. But when it's just like you constantly being like, yo, check the song out, check the song out, check the song out, check the song. Listen out. to the song again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, tell your friends about the song. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to push your music. And so that's like kind of one thing I think um, I'm trying to figure out the best way to push this album. Um, and right now I'm, I'm hoping maybe I'll try to throw together a little lyric video or two because um, uh, me and Reed have talked. <clears throat> and I think people, some people enjoy being able to see the lyrics and maybe they can kind of understand it better. Um, and, but really... It, I would love to make some music videos because 
that's the next step for sure that's the next step man and so that's like what i've been struggling with lately and i've been doing a lot of just you know kind of racking my brain and and trying to come up with ideas and uh things i can do to push the album without um overdoing it you know yeah it's really hard to stay in age and just stand on an album uh you know on an album or a project of music alone you know yeah. it almost feels like you have to have everything involved right you know you you got to have the visuals and, mm. and and anymore man it's like you have to you have to like commit time to being on you know social media and being like hey yeah exactly look what i'm doing i'm mm. doing a thing i gotta record me doing a thing or, yeah well and you and i talked about this when we were you know recording a little while back but yeah it's that same thing uh like it's I, being somebody who personally just doesn't really enjoy being on social media like all the time like that yeah like it's hard for me to want to you know, remember like oh hey i have to post for the fourth time today i have to like think of something that's yeah. interesting enough to post right that's another big thing i just sit on my ass all day and just hang out like i don't, I don't have anything i don't have four things to post about every day yeah and it's <laughs> i mean it's hard to schedule that kind of shit yeah you know like i feel like some of the more unique posts i've seen are like when it's not scheduled it's just like someone popping in and be like hey Here's what's going on. Here's what I'm doing. Um, check it out. But you know, you know, that's with like people who already have success and have volumes of content or mm, music. Yeah. So it's you know, it's it comes easy to some people. But I mean, I'm I feel you. Like it does not come easy for me, and I don't like to spend that kind of excessive time. Um, because, you know, it's like, a, oh, I already spend enough time looking at dumb shit on my phone <laughs> and scrolling, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, well, like, you know, like we just said, like, com, you know, competing for content, that seems to be such a hard thing to do. Yeah, no, it it really is. Um, it's, and there's just, there's just so much, man. There's so much. It goes back to what we were talking about with, you know, having movies and TV shows, all your fingertips. There's so much shit to watch and do. Why is my shit any more special than the next mm-hmm. guys? Yeah, I almost feel like you have to have you have to be extremely egotistical to like really get to that. Like to like to be I don't know. <laughs> this might be a bash to some people, but I mean, it, like to be egotistical enough to think that you are interesting enough to like to have people watch you mm-hmm. or follow you or or to you know to even post like hey i'm doing this today i'm eating a sandwich like who gives a shit you know? <laughs> that's 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 always what goes through my head yeah you know i don't even think like oh i played hitman for five hours today okay like well, okay <laughs> like i'm gonna go on the macau stars podcast page and be like hey guys play hitman with me you know like yeah yeah it's but, hard i mean some people some people have that shit figured out um so yeah i don't know that's like a big thing that i've been struggling with lately is mm-hmm. just trying to find how to get it out there in uh in a way that is actually successful yeah what what are your thoughts on like uh like boosting posts or paying like you know paying for plays uh i haven't done it yet but i mean at this point you know it's kind of one of those things that what do i have to lose i pay a little bit of money mm-hmm and okay i'm in the same fucking spot i was i'm just down six bucks or ten bucks that month 
So I, that's kind of one of those things. I'm, I'm looking at it like, well, you know, I might as well <clears throat> put it out there and do that. Um, and if it doesn't, <clears throat> if it doesn't pan out exactly how I want, then nothing, nothing yeah. has changed. That's yeah. I wonder that it. too. <clears throat> it, 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 like, is is that what's just going to come down to, or are we just going to have to like, you know, you know, pay to play, essentially, like pay Facebook? Hey, if you want to be in. <clears throat> This spot in the algorithm, you got paid this sure. X million dollars. Well, and honestly, like, I feel like it's it's hard to to get people that you know to listen to your music. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, not like I'm like saying like, oh man, none of my friends listen to my music, or like, fuck those guys. It's like that's not what I mean. I just mean like, um, it's easier to promote yourself to people who don't know you because. They're more. It's it's more one of those things of like, oh, who is this guy? Yeah, he's intrigued. What's this guy about? Yeah, you know, and um, obviously your friends are gonna you know back you up if they're real with you and you know all that shit. <clears throat> but it's nice to have um, those criticisms and those mm. um, opinions from people that you don't know, even if it. I mean, I don't know. Even if it is negative. Um, cause I, you know, I've had people tell me like, oh man, I didn't, I didn't like this song or I thought that this project was not that great or whatever, you know, and it is what it is. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. You know, it's not going to work with everyone and not everyone's going to enjoy that shit. But, um, the important thing is like Reed and I enjoy that shit. And the whole point is <clears throat> we wanted to make music for everyone to enjoy or, you know, we just wanted to make good music because it's all about making the music mm -hmm. that's for me that's what it's always been about is the music and yeah would i love to make money from this shit 100 percent. that'd be dope but um it's always boiled down to music is the most important um you know priority at this point and i just want people to listen to my music enjoy it and have a good fucking time you know that's like the whole reason i started doing this mm -hmm. um but like I said, you know, it's like if I could promote it, get it out there, and I mean, eventually kind of warm up to the idea of, of performing and stuff, <clears throat> you know, it would definitely be something I'd consider doing Fuck if the yeah. time came, you know. Do you, uh, are you just kind of waiting for COVID or are you just the opportunity or? Um, I think I'm trying to get just like a <clears throat> decent amount of material out there right now. I see. Makes um, sense. And I want people to, like, know the song mm. or, like, know the music before I just, like, come out and I'm like, yo, check me out. Fucking, mm. you know, performing and shit. <clears throat> um, just because, like, I don't know. Like, it's more fun when people actually know the songs. Yeah. You know, it's like, think about when you go to a concert, if you don't know the lyrics or you don't even know what the song's about or who the artist is um like really it's it's not that interesting i don't know i mean mm. uh, or at least you have to watch them perform and get and they have to bring it and like get you invested and get you involved yeah <clears throat> so yeah. it's like i don't know if i have that grit right now to just yeah. get people involved um, it's really hard to get to that point if you haven't performed, though. You know what I mean? No, I know. Definitely. Um, but I guess I could just, 
I more or less just like really want to just like establish myself and mm, that makes sense yeah and and memorize my songs <laughs> you know what I mean that's like the other the other you know part of it is you definitely you gotta know your shit you know I mean front to back and I don't know I mean it's one of those things that <clears throat> if and when I do perform I want to have it planned out and mm. like practice that shit yeah that uh that is important to when you have that first impression <clears throat> to you want to know what you're doing i've uh, i've definitely seen shows where people for whatever reason they're too inebriated they just don't know they just you know they lip sync and yeah. you know whatever and you can i'm not even saying that those people are horrible artists or whatever but you can tell yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and i appreciate that you you definitely yeah, i can tell that you're like you're very focused on how you want to be presented that's a very um, that's something that you've really thought about methodically. So yeah, no, I mean, I I want to be perceived as someone who has a plan or like knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of um, <clears throat> I've seen a a lot of I've been to a lot of concerts. I've seen a lot of performances, and you you can again, you know, it's like you said, you can tell with you know all those artists who's like really knows what they're doing, who's really like got it and they're making it happen and then you you know you have the people who are just there for the money you have the people who are there who just trying to have a good time but you know maybe they're not focusing on the performance so it's like i want to try and find the balance of i know what i'm doing i know what's going on and i want to enjoy myself too because that's that's the other thing too is you can't think about i think it's bad to try and go into a performance and think about it as like a job Mm. you know what i mean it needs to come naturally and shit and if it's just like well i have to go do this thing and then i have to do this next on my set and it's like no man you have to fucking go there with a sense of purpose Mm. and like a feeling and then while you're making it happen you just gotta give into the moment and enjoy it and enjoy yourself and help everyone else enjoy the the fucking Mm. moment and the time that's how I look at it. So, I, I 100% agree, though. I definitely, if I ever want to make it a thing, I have to start yeah, pursuing my opportunities. Cherry. So, yeah, but, man, it, it's a uh, it's an experience performing, you know. Yeah, and uh, I I don't know. I think this year I haven't really seen that much. I look on like openings for performances. I think Delta kind of, you know. Oh yeah things up a little bit but you know once next year comes around i'll definitely try to keep in the loop of definitely things coming and you know we've worked together musically before obviously and we'll continue to do so in the future so yeah um there's actually gonna be a there's a one day festival it's gonna be in des moines in september i had a buddy who was telling me about it last night you heard about yeah, that uh we've heard about that before too do you remember what it is so it's uh I want to say is, is uh, Earth Gang there? <clears throat> yes. Fuck, what's it called? Um, <sighs> and dude, remember. actually, Mick Jenkins is gonna be there. That's right, which yeah, is fucking exciting. Um, one of the guys that we've had in the show, Dion Kelly, he's gonna uh, yes. be performing there. Yeah, yep. that's exciting. Um, uh, he actually he has done quite a bit of stuff with J Ras. Really? So those two know each All other. All these motherfuckers know each other now. <laughs> yeah. So that's actually <laughs> I found this out last night that DK was gonna be on there performing and i was like blown away because i was like oh shit i've i've met uh dk he's a really chill dude yeah and yeah. he's like 
he's super smart yeah he's a genius man and like i'm just like really happy for him that's that's dope um because i remember talking to him like three or four years ago and just like he's a very intriguing person i was like who is this guy this guy's like really cool really smart and uh you know maybe like could learn something from this guy yeah definitely uh (laughs) i remember the last time i saw him he told me i was at high v because he was right around here and i saw him (laughs) he's like hey what's up man he told me that he was yeah he's gonna be this thing with you know earth game and check it's like holy shit dude but yeah that man that man's legit uh I met him at a. Uh, have you ever heard of the Writing History Project? Yeah, isn't that something That's that he's thing. like? Yeah, yeah. So I I met him when they were doing filming some of the video for that. So okay, they really cool group of guys. They all, um, you know, but he's a very he has a very unique perspective on the world, and you know some things that afflict everyone. And uh, yeah, just a really smart guy. I, yeah, I, I really hope he continues to push his voice forward and people continue to listen. He's awesome. Yeah, he uh, he uh, he's definitely one of those that I'm talking about when I say he goes there with a sense of purpose mm, and he yeah, enjoys the definitely. moment and gets you to enjoy the moment. So, really humble individual. Um, Ames, it's been a fucking pleasure, man. I feel like this is a good place to wrap it up. Yeah, man. Um, do you do you have anything else you want to um, mention, promote, where people can find you online? We'll put descriptions, but sure. Um, now, nah, man. Um, you know, True Trials Tribulations came out two years ago. If you want to check that out, uh, you know, YouTube, Spotify, um, iTunes, Apple Music, um, uh, at the end of the day, uh, just dropped um, earlier this month. Also, YouTube, Spotify, Hell yeah. iTunes, Apple Music, man. I mean, check it out. Yeah. I got uh, plenty more coming. I can personally um, vouch for your project. It's it's stacked, man. You got a lot going on. I appreciate it, man. No, um, there's a lot, lot in the works, man. So, uh, you know, just uh, hopefully everyone stays tuned and listen to my music, man. Enjoy that shit. Hell yeah. Ames, it's been a pleasure, man. Have Definitely, a good night. Uh, Take it easy. Yeah. Next weekend, uh, we may do a solo episode. We may not. We're going to be in the Quad Cities uh, interviewing a close friend, Obbs. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, nice so he's a cool guy we're i'm actually gonna record a track with him and then we're going to do a podcast at their studio Shit. in rock island illinois so. that's awesome man well congratulations man that should be fun yeah so that'll be out soon but yeah we got a lot in the works so let's make it happen man hell yeah all right peace out everybody peace out have a good night thank you for tuning in today to our episode with ames it was a fun time per usual uh next weekend i I'm not exactly sure if we're going to have an episode up or not. It's going to just kind of depend on if me and Molly can throw something together before then. Uh, because we're going to be out of town in the Quad Cities, specifically Rock Island. Um, I'm going to be doing some stuff with OBS, who we were supposed to have an episode with previously. Uh, but couldn't do to some uh, issues on his end. His car and all that. Uh, I don't think we'll make it. So we're going to, we're making that up and we're doing that this next weekend so i'm not gonna be live per usual but we have episodes planned in the next coming months we got um, a lot of stuff tuned in as we mark um as we mark for our 80th episode this episode uh you know want to give uh, appreciation to everyone who's been listening and tuning in especially here on the spotify if you're listening to this right now it means you're a true og 
Although I will say, uh, feel free to tune in uh, live every Saturday on YouTube uh, if you're not doing that. That is the uh, ultimate way to show your support. Dropping in the chat, letting us know what you think. We love that shit. We got Molly behind the console, always doing some good stuff. So, yeah. Alright. I think that is the episode, everybody. We've been chilling, smoking, drinking, hanging out, vibing. Uh, only things we want you guys doing while we're listening to Macau's Hours. Alright. Have a good night. Peace. <laughs>